Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation. And check out recent shows where we learned about scientific efforts to revive the woolly mammoth, the latest in military drone technology, and the mysterious Shroud of Turin. And you can listen to those programs and many more amazing Coast shows by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And we are back with Bill Bean. His latest book is called The Connection. And Bill, you have cited some demonic possession cases, but let me ask you, are you finding that demonic possessions are on the increase or the decrease? Very much on the increase, George. Oh I mean, this is, it's alarming. It's disturbing. And just the cases that I'm dealing with and the amount of people that contact me. And then, you know, you see some of these headlines from around the world and some of these South American countries that are having uh, mass possessions of these children and other people. And I believe it. I mean, I've seen some of these videos, and I certainly uh, know what a real possession looks like. And, and boy, I'll tell you, uh, in, in some of these clips, it's very, very disturbing to see that this is actually happening. And I have my um, opinion on uh, why it's on the increase, though I'm no expert in the area, but I certainly have a strong opinion on it. Um, I believe why do you think? that yeah. the uh, CERN device is, and other devices like that are responsible for opening portals or doorways or stargates or whatever you want to call it. Uh, as crazy as that may sound, I truly believe there's something to it because huh. we are just experiencing some of the craziest things with people and look at the amount of ufo sightings on a daily basis now uh not just in our country but around the world it, oh, yeah. it's absolutely mind-boggling i mean we heard peter davenport before you came on from the national ufo reporting center these uh, reports just keep coming like crazy cite for us a couple cases of possessions that you talked about in the book yeah well the first case took place again before uh, my journey into becoming this spiritual warrior. Um, this was in my family, and, and this took place uh, in the late 1980s. And uh, boy, oh boy, George, I have to say that out of all the cases, this was, it still is, the most disturbing uh, case that I have ever experienced. And at that point in time, again, I was not a deliverance minister exorcist, and so I was a bystander that became a participant, and I certainly did everything I could to try and bind and rebuke and cast out uh, the demons out of this uh, woman. But uh, it became physical. This 135-pound woman developed superhuman strength. And uh, at that time, I was a power lifter. I was a very powerful mm -hmm. individual. I could bench press 500 pounds back then. Jeez. And uh, this woman grabbed me around my throat with one hand, and it took every ounce of strength I had to get that one hand off of my throat. And at one point, it took nine police officers and EMTs to hold down this 135-pound woman. Nine people? Nine. Wow. And so this ended up, with an exorcism. Now, I'm not Catholic. My family is not Catholic. However, just as, uh, you know, back in the, uh, what I wrote about in Dark Forest, back in my house growing up, uh, 
we had a Catholic priest involved because my step-grandfather uh, was Catholic, and he went to his priest, and, and the church you know, sent a priest out to be involved with us in the house. Well, the same thing. My aunt had called uh, a priest from the Baltimore area, a church, and they sent out a priest. And so the first incident took place, and I'll never forget this. This was uh, like a late on a Saturday night into a Sunday morning. And we were laying in bed, and we were talking, just like you and I are talking now. And all of a sudden, she just went into a very deep sleep. I mean, it was just like instantaneous. Almost like she was hypnotized. Yeah, it was bizarre. So I knew something wasn't right there. And so she's suddenly in this deep sleep. And I was watching TV. I'd say it was probably somewhere around 1.30 in the morning, something like that. And... And I was watching TV, and I just all of a sudden developed this very uneasy feeling. And I've always been able to feel these things. And so I knew that uh, a presence was there. And so I decided to turn the TV off and just try and go to sleep. So I turned the TV off, and it's dark, but then you know how your eyes get adjusted to the dark. And in the doorway, I saw a very large and tall black figure. And I remember saying to myself, oh, no, not again. And it wasn't long after that that I prayed, and I asked God to take it away, and the thing disappeared. But then just moments later, a sound came from inside of this woman that I have never heard before or since. Like a guttural-type sound? No, it was like a rattlesnake. It was like a rattlesnake type of sound that was coming from her solar plexus. And George, I have, you know, again, I've dealt with hundreds of people that have had these problems, and I've never heard a sound like that. And after that sound took place, she sat up very robotically. And as she sat up like that and turned her head to the left, I jumped out of bed, turned the light on, I'm saying, are you okay, are you okay? And her eyes were black. The whites of her oh. eyes were black. And then a voice, first thing, was that she reached out with her left arm and, and ripped off, I had a, a cross around my neck, and ripped that right off of my neck. And and then uh, started speaking in this deep, masculine voice, it was not her voice, and at one point, the voice said to me, for a man with such faith uh, in your God, you surely don't know the Bible. Now, that was the truth. Back then, I I had this blind faith, but I was still nowhere near well, where I am s- now. You were still a novice, weren't you? So, yeah, I didn't know anything about the Bible. And, and so this demonic voice started quoting Scripture after Scripture after Scripture, laughing and mocking my lack of knowledge of the Scriptures. And how did it know? How did it know the Scriptures? How did it know that you lacked it? Oh, well, again, here's what I believe. Looking back on this is certainly where I'm at now, and and being a student as much as a teacher and, and someone that God works through to get rid of these things. I believe, I truly believe that just as God assigns angels to us, I think the devil, who he mimics everything that God does, and he puts a vulgar twist on it, I think he assigns demons to us. And when those demons are assigned, 
they get to know everything about that person. And it's just the same thing with God working through me to deliver these people from evil. They have to be very, very careful because, yes, by the mighty power of God, those angels will be, or those demons will be taken away by his angels. However, there'll be a fresh batch of demons right there just waiting for an opening and an opportunity. And so really, George, looking back on this, I truly believe that demons are sent just to kind of hang out there on the fringe, just looking for an opening. And so they get to know their subject very, very well. And at that point in time in my life, I was making a lot of mistakes, and I did have faith. However, it was like a two-steps-forward, three-step-backward type of process, and that went on for quite a bit of time until I had that great epiphany that it was certainly time for me to make God first in my life and to really uh, be dedicated to God to where I had the mentality and mindset that I must, if I'm truly making God first in my life, and I'm truly dedicated to God, that I must be dedicated to excellence. And that means that I really have to try to do the best that I can do and be the best that I can be on a daily basis. So that mindset started to come in, and it really was part of the transformation process. But, um, you know, back to the possession, which lasted for 22 days, and it ended... Is that uh, a long time? Yes, absolutely, because... You know, in a lot of these cases that I'm involved in, inside of a night, uh, you know, anywhere from several hours to, you know, I've been some places all night, but uh, it's over with because my approach is pedal to the metal. You know, I have no fear. I know that God is with me and for me, and if God is with me and for me, then nothing is going to stand against me. So uh, I have that mentality that I'm coming in, God is going to work through me, and that garbage is gone, and I won't settle for anything less. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.